Good morning. Welcome back to Sinister Sunrise. You should already know what we're talking about, but in particular this morning, we are talking about reincarnation and past lives. And hopefully Ooh. it's going to give us hope for our quarantineless future. We have now been stuck in our homes for three weeks. How are you guys handling it? I'm not doing well, in case you can't hear it. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that we are recording this remotely for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not very happy about that. I had to drink my Bloody Mary by myself. It wasn't as fun. Yeah, I miss you gals. Really bad. Real, real bad. Same. I mean, FaceTime is nice. I agree. But it's not the same. <laughs> We're not sweating in a small room together. There's no pets. It's just not the same. You. <laughs> I miss the reptile room. Even though they make me yeah. scream. <laughs> That's where we are right now. Look, there's one. If you guys, we're on Hi. Skype too, guys. For all those listening, we care. We're on. We're recording on an app through uh, through a website, and then we're watching each other via Skype so that we can actually have quote human interaction. So, girls, look <laughs> yes. behind me. That's I'm in my reptile room. He's right there. Ah! Just kidding. <laughs> so, Morgan, um, before so this all happened, her and Aaron were playing with her. Uh, is it called Ducky? Is that his name? No, Ducky's hibernating. That's my bearded dragon. This is Phoebo. We Excuse me, with Phoebo. And Aaron's more adventurous and was playing with it. And they tried to get me to touch it. I thought I was It almost brave. jumped on you. I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. And I suddenly realized I would be the first person to die in a scary movie because I just was like, ah! Nothing else matters. Guys, to give it... I don't know, pers- though, because... <laughs> so, I don't ahead, know, Aaron. because, Lun, if you are you know even if you are more afraid of stuff wouldn't that mean you might be more into like okay guys let's not do this let's get out i don't know because none of me said let's get out all of me said let's just stand here and pee our pants so you didn't do (laughs) you didn't do fight or flight you just froze is what you're saying she just peed she just peed yeah i mean that's a common misconception there is a third category called stand and pee and that's what i did (laughs) <laughs> to give everyone perspective on this, uh, Phoebo, my one of two crested geckos, is maybe three inches long. I mean, it's the tiniest little thing. It weighs like 0. 0.7 grams. It is the lightest, featherest, uh, featherest? featheriest. <laughs> it's a little tiny fucking lizard, okay? And Sarah was, nope, she stayed in the doorway. <laughs> so I like it behind glass. I think to actually touch it makes me nervous. As you say, hey, you know what? You can appreciate it. That's what that's the important part. Yeah, I can appreciate it behind glass. Kind of like Harry Potter. I don't I don't want to whisper to the snake, but I like it and it's thing. <laughs> Love it. I think that we all need to get a pet snake though. Wouldn't that be like the sinister like Do not mascot? Tease me. Sinister sunrise uh? mascot. Don't tease me. Can it be a I mean, Morgan? I think it's a room. Can it be a Morgan? Yeah. Time? Well then absolutely. Well, what if, well, if they like get your it. rats a heart attack? <laughs> Here's or are thing. they in a different room? Oh, yeah, wait. Kind of like that. They are in a different room. Mm-hmm. However, now that I have rats and I do appreciate all living creatures, there is no way in hell that I could feed a rat or, excuse me, feed a snake because it's freaking gross, man. I, if they ate bugs, I could. I could boop, boop, throw some crickets in there, let it do its thing. But the fact that they eat. Mm-hmm, I don't even want. Nope, nope. I just, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't even want to go into it. I don't. Mm-mm, no, ma'am. Nope, nope. 
I will have ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, so obviously since we're all apart, uh my little scoopy or spooky scouts, is that what we're calling them? The scouts? What's our what's our word? Sinister scouts. Our sinister yeah, scouts. Sinister scouts. <laughs> to keep we you remember. in the loop. From camp to keep spook. you in the loop. Yes. To keep you in the loop, I am making a like a I'm taking one of our like spare rooms and kind of turning it into a studio. How about I just take a I print out a big picture of a snake. Okay. And I'll put it like on a bookshelf so it looks like it's in a cage. Oh my god, can we I'm make it a real thing? But I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> what Aaron's if we like, Get a, snake. <laughs> oh, hold on, Aaron, hold on. What if we do <laughs> it like camp style and we can all paint our hands green and we'll make a little snake <gasps> out of handprints? <laughs> Because we're at sure. summer camp. A little finger for the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm done with this. Um, so I do have a question. Like I said, mm-hmm. this is week three of being in quarantine. I dropped my voice on yes. purpose. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't freak out, guys. We've also had problems with our audio this morning where we sound like demons a little bit. But that was um, guys, that was really me. Shook. Was shook. Yeah. I was literally like having a heart attack. But it's all right. We're so all, if you hear anything deep. You could have demons with you too. Anyway, so what is the weirdest? <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you guys have done since you've been in quarantine? Any new hobbies? Anything weird you've read? I personally downloaded Sims on my phone again. So I don't think that's, that's not weird. that weird for, you. <laughs> for your standards. <laughs> yeah, um, but for I've my playing- time. Yeah, I've been playing card games with my family. Taught everyone how to play Nerds. It's pretty fun. What's Nerds? Gives you a big. So it's like, it's sort of like solitaire. It has um, similarities to it, mm-hmm. but you have like this deck of 13 cards that you're trying to get rid of, but you play the four rows like solitaire, but okay. then you put your aces up above, but then the other person, you can play up to like four people, but if you're playing with two people, the other person puts their aces up and you can go off of their aces and play off of what they're going off of too. But the whole thing is once you're done with those 13 cards and getting rid of them, then you say nerds and you win. It's a great game. Look it up. Okay. I think I played something similar to that. It's very like fast paced. Like you have to kind of go at it slow. And then once you get down to it, you're like, boom, 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 (laughs) boom. Yeah. It gets really intense. It can really test y'all's relationships. Okay. So if you. I don't think Andrew and I need any more tests right now. The quarantine is enough. (laughs) Oh, God. You never know. So as far as weird stuff during quarantine, I don't know. I guess like the weirdest thing is I've started. In addition to talking to my animals, I've started talking to my plants. Um, I have a lot, and I got them. And I got my plants a um, like a plant stand shelf thing for the window. So I'm like, I like had a little pep talk with them all. Like, come on, little buddies, don't die, okay? I repotted <laughs> a bunch of them. I was like, enjoy your new home. Don't wilt on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, only one has kind of a little bit, but he's reviving. He's doing mm-hmm. good. Um, and then also I, it's not that weird, but I have been rewatching like old classic Disney movies. Like one that I used to watch when I was little was a uh, fun and fancy free. It's a weirdy. I didn't realize how weird it truly was until I started watching it again. I also watched it while I was sick. So I had a really high fever, all that jazz. So it was a lot, it was a lot to take in. But that's probably the weirdest thing. I've been like reverting into my childhood slightly, just ever so slightly. <laughs> okay. 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 So let's get away from our quarantine times because as fun as that is, Morgan, we got to get back on track. Okay. 
Um, so <laughs> we're blaming you for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Forget that I asked. It's all your fault for your answer. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to start it off and then we'll play a little game between Morgan and Aaron to see who goes next. So um, I use dictionary.com, Wikipedia, howstuffworks.com, spiritual growth guide, and the Unexplained Mysteries podcast. Yeah, we, we dove in a little deep this time. Also, yeah, Unexplained cool. Mysteries podcast, um, very cool, which I should have already I don't think that. I've ever heard of him or no. that podcast. I just Googled reincarnation and they popped up and I said, let's do it. Let's try it. It's a two-parter and will not disappoint. So reincarnation can also be called transmigration or metapsychosis. And this comes from the Latin meaning of entering the flesh again, which is giving me <laughs> really bad ideas <laughs> oh. for Buffalo Bill jokes. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> barf, barf, barf. Did you guys watch Joe Dirt? I've seen bits and pieces. I actually haven't watched the whole movie. I'm sorry. Did you see the Buffalo Bill part? I don't remember. Jesus. So I don't know. Morgan, Morgan. Oh, I'm sipping my water to get out of this conversation because uh, the answer is I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> I, Me and Morgan are looking at each other like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. It's no surprise. I'm a hillbilly and I identify with Joe Dierte. Okay. There's a scene in this movie where he's down in like Buffalo Bill's pit, which I, I think Buffalo Bill is based on a real person. I, didn't, I don't care. Um, but he's down like in this <laughs> tunnel and um, – <laughs> And Buffalo Bill is basically dropping him down lotion because he's trying to fatten up Joe Dirt so he can wear his skin. And Joe Dirt's like, what about my classified ad? Say it, don't spray it, brother. I'll put the lotion on. Dang. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. But anyway, guys, so that's fine. We can cut that if needed. <laughs> but I liked it. Okay. So the flesh again. Um, it also can be described in the Greek term palogenesis, which in English is basically being born again. And it all boils down to every human being or living being exists even after death. And this can be someone's soul, their mind, or their consciousness. Uh, but the part of you that continues after death will then be reborn into something else. So this is popular with Eastern religions. And some of them think that um, it's from one person to another person, while others think it can be from one person to plants, to animals, you name it. Yeah. So, and the Eastern religions it's mostly accepted by is Buddhism and Hinduism. And if you're wondering, no, not Christianity. And I know that's Western, but just so you know, you're not going to find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it was hard for me to wrap my head around this because it is so different than like what I grew up learning. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this way of thinking. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the idea of reincarnation has been around for a long, long time. Um, it can be traced all the way back to the Upanishads of the late um, Vedic period, which you guys are familiar with that, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that term is rolls right off the tongue. Absolutely. Remember it. Yeah, like I learned about that in elementary school. Didn't yeah. you guys learn about that? <laughs> um, it was preschool, actually, Aaron. So I don't even think I'm whatever. I don't even think I'm saying it right, but obviously I'm kidding. Um, you try. Yeah. The, I have to say it another like five times. So the Upanishads. I should have looked that up. I don't know. When I read it in my head, I was <laughs> penile shads. No, when I read it in my head, I was like, oh, no problem. It's you Spanishids. But that's, oh, you Upanishads, whatever. 
the Upanishads were an ancient yeah. um, Sanskrit text. So they weren't even a people. They were a text, Aaron. And they were made somewhere in the ballpark of 1100 to 500 BC. So, you know, before we were a twinkle in our grandpappy's eyes, a long time before we were twinkles. So they <laughs> laid out. <laughs> oh it's Lord. hard for me to wrap my head around that people did anything before the year one. That's when it started. But I know what happened. So here we go. They laid out the spiritual um, teachings and ideas of Hinduism, which is the oldest religion um, that we know of. So they also discussed meditation, philosophy, spiritual knowledge, and mantras, which do you guys remember making mantras in college? Oh, uh, you mean oh, for yeah. our sorority? Absolutely, I do. That's Sigmas that's it. recruit quality members. Woo-woo. Yes. And we freaking did, guys, like freaking lasers. (laughs) And my current (laughs) mantra, I will not eat all the food in my house during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) I don't know if you guys are struggling, but that's the hardest part for me. Um, I have so many tasty snacks here, and all I want to do is eat. I mean, yeah, there's that meme going around where it's like, now that I'm in quarantine, it's like breakfast, second breakfast, midday snack, lunch. After lunch, snack, dinner, <laughs> second dinner, <laughs> dessert, midnight dessert. It's like, mm, I feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, sorry, back to the Upanishads. Um, and it's said by the wise minds on Wikipedia that these texts played a key role in the development of spiritual ideas in ancient India. So there is some limited information also that Greek scholars and Celtic Druids reportedly also taught reincarnation. So I'm going to glance over that really quick, but there's not that much information. So just hold on to your trousers. Um, Julius Caesar, (laughs) or I guess your togas. Julius Caesar wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'll I'll be here all day, guys. Um, Julius Caesar wrote that Druids in what is now Ireland and Great Britain had reincarnation as one of their core doctrines, which do you guys know what the Druids were? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, word. like the mystical lady people. You see them if you mm-hmm. watch um, Outlander, like Dancing by the Stones. Yeah, Stones. yeah, 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 yeah. I only saw I will... episode one, but I know what you mean. Yes, they're they're in episode one. So that's a druid. Um, I didn't go research them that much. So if you know anything else, please let me they know. They dance around some stones, <laughs> and they they make them vibrate. From what I saw. In their version, though, the soul does not die. It just passes from one person to another, and it shows the indestructibility of the human soul. And it also robs death of all of its terrors and aids its believers in the highest form of human courage. Because the night is dark and full of terrors. (laughs) I'm sorry. Again, we're going to touch base on the fact that we are remote recording, and there's a slight echo on my end. So the fact that you read that so dramatically, and it was so great. In my headphones, it was like extra drama, because there's like a little baby echo, and I'm like, yes, queen. (laughs) If you guys don't think I'm already trying to find a way to um, edit the way I look on your screens, you'd be wrong. Because I was like, how cool would that be if it was in black and white? I could get a fake school, and like, the night is dark. Dog. And a stash. Full of terrors. Oh, absolutely. Monocle. Absol- <gasps> All right. I'm going to do some Googling after this episode. But, okay, <laughs> so that's all we really know about the Druids. And then in Greece, um, the idea of reincarnation first appeared around the 6th, and that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6th century BCE. Sometimes my S's don't sound right, so just so you know. Um, by philosopher Pharisees, Pharisees, mm-hmm. Pharisees of Syros. Um, and you can find 
<laughs> you took a screenshot. I saw that. Um, <laughs> I'm so yeah, sorry. My I screen didn't turns it. It blue. We looked, we looked cute. I'm sorry. Mm. This is why we don't FaceTime you guys. I'm sorry. I'll, so, I'll stop. My hands are on my sides. Yeah. Put your hands where I can see them. You can also find two of the big name philosophers discussing it, and that was Socrates and Plato. They were distant pupils of Pharisees. And histori- historians do think that Sir Pharisees got his teachings from India. So let's dive back into those religions. Mm-hmm. Wow. So like I said, reincarnation, um, it goes hand in hand with karma in a lot of these Eastern religions. And despite what you think, karma is more than just a bitch we hope finds our enemies. <laughs> 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 According, <laughs> tell me more, Sarah. Tell me more. I'm so glad that one landed. I wrote it and I was like, please, <laughs> please be aware. Okay. Um, <laughs> according to dictionary.com, it's simply the sum of a person's actions in this life and in our previous states of existence, which is then used to decide someone's fate in their future existence. So, in early Buddhist texts, which is finally a word I can say. <laughs> they lay out the doctrine the doctrine of samsara. No relation to myself. I was going to say hello. And I'm sure it's called samsara, but it's samsara. And this is <laughs> further describing um, reincarnation as a cycle of life. So there's death and rebirth without a beginning or end. It's also called the wheel of existence. Aaron, does that give you any Game of Thrones peaks? Anything? A little bit, yeah. Sorry, the first when you said wheel. wheel. Oh, see, I was thinking wheel of fortune, but my bad. (laughs) Yes, break the wheel. Welcome back to wheel of existence. Existence, yeah. Come on, that sounds like a great game. That sounds like a very dangerous game. I don't want to play that. Uh, (laughs) Spin wrong and dead. Either you win or you die. So yeah, right back to Game of Thrones. I'm having withdrawals. It's fine. (laughs) So here's actually where this Buddhist text hits at my heartstrings. You can be liberated from the cycle of lives by something called Nirvana. And not the band, not Anvrin, the store in you, but the Buddhist (laughs) um, religions. Nirvana is the ultimate goal. It's a transcendent, oh my God, transcendent state where there is perfect balance. There's no suffering, there's no desire, and there's also no sense of self. So just perfect calm balance and i was listening to that unexplained podcast and they laid it out so beautifully um basically your your soul will eventually stop traveling from one life to the next when you finally live a balanced life and find peace which i hope that's true because that sounds really nice but most um yeah most practicing buddhists are actually just focusing on achieving good karma so they can have a better life in the next one which is probably a way more attainable goal yeah yeah. Well, yeah. And also I feel like it depends too on like what, if this, like, again, I'm just speaking as if this was true 100%. Um, that like, I feel like if you're trying to like just make your next life better, it also probably depends on like what life you're on, if that makes sense. Like if I'm yeah. on life 10, I could be a shitty person and not be anywhere closer to Nirvana than the person who's lived mm-hmm. four, four years and is focusing year to year on being a better person. Correct. Yeah. yeah, because don't they believe that you do – is it everyone lives this, the same number of lives or it just depends on you as a you It as depends a on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which we will get into that too. You know, Buddha did say that once you reach nirvana liberation, there is another world. But I was telling Aaron before, that could be its own episode. There's like layers and different people. So 
Just know you do move on somewhere else. But right now we're just talking about what happens before you get there. What's important though, is that Buddha thought the idea of life ending immediately after death, he thought that was dangerous and that it would lead to moral and material hedonism. So insert the 2015 term YOLO. I think Buddha was right. <laughs> How many times were you like, bet I can't chug this? YOLO, you only live yep. once. And then you yep. wake up crying the next day, wondering how you got back to your bed. Yep. 100%. YOLO. Wake up with a tattoo of YOLO on your forehead. Crazy Jesus. Yeah. Or those <laughs> spring breakers right now, like, well, I don't care about the virus. YOLO, going to Florida. Come back. Listen to Buddha, people. Yeah, for yes. real. <laughs> Patient zeros. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the biggest believers in reincarnation are Buddhists and Hindus, or Hinduists, hi- practicing Hindus. They exercise um, general practices in Karma and similar rules to karma. So the rules are no violence, no stealing, no possessiveness. One should have compassion for all living things, be truthful, and be charitable. Meaning, Morgan, you've already earned some positive karma this week. Thank you. Me? So on Friday, yeah, on Fridays, I treat myself <laughs> to Breadco or Panera for you uncultured out of St. Louis people. <laughs> <laughs> I have some feelings. Um, I get an iced coffee and a blueberry scone. And this Friday, I risked my life to go out and pick it up. I make it all the way back to my apartment (laughs) where I'm working from home. I get to my very last step and my clumsy ass just freaking eats it. I trip and I drop my coffee all over my front porch. It was like the scene of a crime. And so I send a Snapchat to my friends because it's 2020 and I don't know what else to do. And Morgan (laughs) Finn me $5 to go buy another. It was very sweet. Oh, that's very nice. I'll just requote so, myself, and I said, no Friday should start off like that. So no, you got to have you. your cough, man. <laughs> thank you. It was great. So although practicers of Hinduism and Buddhism agree on reincarnation and karma, they disagree on actual theories of rebirth. So in Hinduism, they believe in a soul or a self. Um, and Hindu traditions consider the soul to be unchanging eternal essence, moving from one vessel to the next, which I'll break it down in a second. Hold on. And it's going to continually learn until it attains self-knowledge, which is their ultimate goal. So you would actually be the same exact person in each life, just growing, you know, from one life to the next. And the ultimate, oh, cool. yeah, the ultimate goal would be moksha, which is the salvation from these changing of lives, which is, I mean, it's similar to the Buddhism um, nirvana, but a little different, which I'll get to. So. Buddhists assume that there is no soul and no self, and they preach that someone should be aiming to reach a level of non-self or emptiness, which is nirvana. And a cool way to look at it, which actually kind of explained it for me as well, is when a dying flame can be used to light another wick. So the new vessel ah. slash body or whatever, yeah, it's not exactly the same as the last one. It's not entirely different, which Mm -hmm. in my mind kind of makes more sense for like how a lot of these past live stories happen. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like a kid could know she's the Buddhist bride of an emperor in 1600, but then can go on to be a Christian doctor in 2020. Yep. Like you, you can still be a little different, you know, hold on to all the same values, but you know, they're both there. Yep. Yeah. So both. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. I didn't think about it like that. Most. Yeah. I feel uh, like a lot of people have that misconception that it's like literally you are just like reborn into like, it's the same exact yes. DNA, same, well, not DNA, but same exact like all morals, all thoughts, mm-hmm. everything's the same. But like, like I really like that analogy. That was really good. Of like, it's kind of more like a a little chunk of you is helps right. you like maybe like your moral compass rather. Yeah, and that could also explain why um, you only remember it when you're a child or something like that. Like, it's only a piece of you. It's not the mm-hmm. whole person. 
which also makes more sense why it's not, you're not aiming to be, um, you know, a self-actualized person. You're trying to be just like a, a nice balanced middle ground thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both the Buddhists and Hindus believe that reincarnation is real. Um, they just have different views on the ultimate goal and what that should be. So on one hand, like I said, we have self-realization and the other hand is going to be at peace with emptiness in the middle and all duality. And then the last little bit I have is within the Buddhist religion itself, there are a couple schools of thought of when rebirth happens. So mm. some believe it's immediate and some believe it can last up to 49 days before your soul moves on. Oh, whoa. What a random day. So where's your soul? Number. Or sorry, not your soul, just your, um, your essence or whatever is moving from place to place. Got it. It's okay. just chilling. And yet again, I didn't dive too far deep. Yeah, just vibing in the universe. I didn't dive too deep into that because things also got really twisted and complicated and I wanted to save some time. So just know it uh, It could be immediate. Yeah. It could take some time, but it happens. Um, and Buddhist texts say that an enlightened person knows his previous births and this knowledge can either just be there or it can be achieved by meditative concentration. And that is the best segue I have ever seen for you guys. So <laughs> boom, Sweet. my section's over. Thank you. I learned so much. Do you feel more learned, folks? I feel enlightened, rather. I do. Enlightened. Yes. Like one flame to the next. One flame to the next. (laughs) (laughs) For the night is dark and full of terrors. Oh my Um, god. (laughs) Guys, I miss people. Did you you tell um, we haven't had like in-person social contact in like three freaking weeks? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to know what to do when I talk to you guys face to face. Have you guys seen there's like the Harry Potter meme where like Voldemort is about to like touch Harry Potter, but it's like (laughs) once we're done with quarantine, I can finally touch you now with like all of my friends. (laughs) I am It's so good. Oh my God. No. That's so funny. Did you guys feel like no one's going to know like personal space? Like- it's just going to be like, oh, no, I'm right going to jump on I'm everyone. On. <laughs> We're just going to be one glob of purple people. Team person. hug. <laughs> Slap hands. Um, did you guys take those BuzzFeed quizzes? I did, oh yes. Oh, my so, God. What? You I didn't, didn't did do it. All right. Well, some of us, for those listening, um, Aaron and I and Morgan maybe will do it later and we'll post about it. Took BuzzFeed <laughs> quizzes because those are reliable to see um, who we were in past lives. <laughs> and Aaron, what did you get? Well, I don't really believe mine too much, but well, whatever. We'll be the Apparently, judge. Let's see what it is. Same. Apparently, I was an early Hollywood movie star in a past life. Oh. Ah! That would explain why you're such a diva. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's probably like the most like dramatic person I know. The most like Not. hyper. Aaron is the calmest person you know. I've said it from the beginning. I will say it again. The glue that holds this together. <laughs> I well, got thank court you. jester. Yeah. So that one I think <laughs> I think that's an exact match. <laughs> All jokes aside, I read it and kind of shrugged like, you know what? If the hat fits. Like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of so want to do it I... right now. Well, we do it. Up. Yeah. I'll put a timestamp and let Wes know when we pause and when we start up. Yeah, just do it. Let's do it. Send it to me right now. <laughs> All right, guys. We're back. I took <laughs> the quiz. I tried to be as quick as possible. Uh, what are your guesses for me? I'm saying a zoo owner or an eccentric millionaire lady who owns a lot of pets. <laughs> or maybe just a okay. pet. A pet. 
<laughs> oh, that's that's a good idea. I would because remember, not all animal. religions say you have to be a person. You could have been yeah, a plant right. or an animal. Correct. That's true. Hey, Aaron. I have like two very different ideas. Either you're some crazy adventurer <laughs> going all over the place, or like archaeologist. I don't know. Or you're Ooh, just archaeologist is cool. A comedian or something from back in the day. Are we both or a mob boss? Aaron, Ooh, cool. oh my god! Any of those, I'd be so honored. But you're wrong. <laughs> oh, I, uh, <laughs> you were pretty close though. With um, I got an astronomer. Whoa! I can see that. Like, I can yeah, definitely see that. Yeah, you said you Earth, follow and that I got kind of sky. stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm not super into it as much as I want to be. But yeah, it basically said like the first line is you've got your head in the stars. I'm like, well, you know, say <laughs> la, say la vie. True. <laughs> Thanks Very cool. Hanging with me. That's and, awesome. Sorry, I didn't get it done before. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we would have met in past lives. I feel uh, like yeah. this is a setup of like a bad joke. A jester, a Hollywood movie star, and an astronomer <laughs> walk into a bar. <laughs> and they all say, and ow, that really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, Ugh. so my, um, bless. my quick game for you guys is to... Um, Guess a number between one and ten, and whoever is closest to what I'm thinking can go first. All right. All right. Feeling it. Who gets to guess first? That's the real question. Da, da, da. Just to I'm sh- ready. Sh- I got shout. mine. Shout. I've got mine too. Morgan, you shout go it. first. If you're Seven. Ready. Shout it. Oh, I was going to say eight, so I'll stick with eight. Nine. Best of round. Dang it. Earn goes first. Woohoo. And now Last I shall pass always. it off. All right. Well, she's a movie star. (laughs) She has to go first or she will lose her shit. She needs the spotlight. It's part of my contract. I cannot go last, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. And she only eats red M&M's. So don't even think about giving her a different color. You got it. Red M&M's. The red and pink starbursts. Don't. Okay. Well, that one's not Mm. a ridiculous request because I would put that in my contract. Those are the best. only. I told you I'm addicted to sugar, so yes. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Continue, the jester says. No, you guys are fine. I have um, a couple different um, pretty short past life stories, and most of these have to do with, you know, someone that remembers how, you know, they died in their said past life. So the first one I'll be sharing is um, has been shared a lot. I think it's a pretty common one if you would look it up. Um, it's been shared in many articles. There's not much to it um like the facts are the facts there's not much else to it and then i'll get into a couple smaller ones that people have shared but i'll just go right in give us those facts yeah (laughs) so in golan heights which is a region near the border of israel and syria a three-year-old boy claimed that he was murdered in a past life so the boy and his family are part of an ethnic group called druze that believe in reincarnation and According to their beliefs also, they believe that birthmarks can indicate where you were wounded and killed in a past life, which I find very interesting. I've heard that, yes. So not only did the boy um, claim he had a past life, he also mentioned that he knew how he was murdered and who murdered him. The boy also had a long red birthmark along his head somewhere as well. So keep that all in mind. Um, Dr. Eli Lash, a physician in Israel, also investigated the case. 
So the boy's family, along with Dr. Lash, walked around um, some different villages to see if the boy might remember where he used to live in his past life. Mm -hmm. And they happened to come across a village that the boy said he recognized. And he claimed to remember his previous first and last name from his past life. And that he also apparently remembered the first and last name of the man who murdered him. That is some good knowledge to have. Yeah. And then... A member of that same village they were at overheard the boy, I guess, saying the name or overheard the group talking. Mm -hmm. And that um, person told the group that the boy's past the name he gave for whatever his past life was. Um, They said that that person had been missing at that point for four years. So I had to like read that over again because I was like, okay, this boy's past life self that he says is his past life self has been missing in that village for four years. I had to like rewrite it. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of trippy. Okay. It is. I didn't, I, cause I was going off of two articles. Like I said, there were many articles, but they all basically had the same information. And one article said that this person from the village came up to them, but then the other article didn't have that information. So take that as you will. I'll take it as fact. And this Mm -hmm. just like escalates quickly. So as they were walking around the village, the boy was able to find the home that he lived in previously in his past life. And he also encountered um, a man that he said he remembered. So the boy walked up to the man and called him by his name, even though the boy had never met this man before. Like, parents were with him, everyone. They said the the boy had never met this man before um, and knew his name. In his book um, titled Children Who Have Lived Before, Reincarnation Today, Trutz Hardo, who was a German therapist, interviewed Dr. Lash, who told him that suddenly the boy walked up to a man and said, aren't you? And it says dot, 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 because apparently Dr. Lash forgot the guy, the name of the guy, the name <laughs> of the man. Oh. So <laughs> important information. John Doe? <laughs> I was like, you're investigating it. How do you forget that? But whatever. Um, so the man answered the boy and said, yes. Then the boy said... <laughs> Quote, I used to be your neighbor. We had a fight and you killed me with an axe. End quote. Oh, oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, Dr. Lash killed him? No, the man he came up to in the village. There are like no names in this besides Dr. Lash, so I apologize if it's hard to follow. Okay. Dang it. So the boy goes up. What a perfect last name. Like 40 lashes. Oh, no. (laughs) The boy just goes up to this man and is like, oh, I remember you. You're the guy who killed me. So it's just this random man. And also the boy. So the faces you guys were giving me is what I assume that man's face was too. Like, uh, (laughs) what? And the guy's utter shock. Yeah. And the guy's obviously confused and frozen. And then the boy says, I even know where he buried my body. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so the boy leads the group, and now the man accused of murder is tagging along with them. So this whole group's just walking around. <laughs> I would and be finding reasons to like go off the path. Like I have to take a leak behind this yeah, bed of uh, trees. Yeah, there I go and be gone. So the oh boy leads the whole group to the location of his past life's apparent past life's buried body and where the axe used to kill him was hidden. After finding the remains, the group noticed that the skull had a split in it where the axe (gasps) hit the victim. So pretty much in the exact same location um, of the boy's birthmark. Boy. See, that's what kind of like almost sold it for me. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, Almost sold it? I'm sold. I've been sold for 10 minutes. I I know, but it's just. okay. So basically it just. 
sums it up real quick because it's like, well, after that and all that evidence, I guess, you know, was found. Um, the man confessed to the crime of, you know, killing that person. And it is so interesting, but this is pretty much like all the information we know. We don't know anything else about what happened afterwards. Um, Dr. Lash, who was the investigator who witnessed all this apparently going down, died mm-hmm. in 2009. And yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, that's just what it says. It's been shared on in different articles, but there's nothing extra. No one is really named besides Dr. Lash. Um, like I said, uh, Tretz Hardo, who wrote the book, um, Children Who Have Lived Before Reincarnation Today, he mm-hmm. um, put the boy's story in there as well as other children's stories as well. So it's just really, it is very interesting. Right. I think I looked up on a Reddit thread, too, that was talking about it because it's like, I mean, you brought up cool, um, really interesting things in your um, discussion, Sarah, and what you brought up because it was like, well, how would the boy have known this information if he was already dead? But if the Mm -hmm. soul or the spirit, I guess, doesn't pass on until then, maybe that's how he would have known where all that stuff was. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. That is interesting. Comparing your guys' two stories, it's almost like it almost validates both possibilities that you mentioned sarah which is like bam if one if like my flame goes out it could reignite you know 17 seconds later or it mm-hmm. could take up to what you said was 40 49 days it yes could maybe who knows yes that's exactly know? what i was thinking yeah that's crazy wow. yeah because in my head i assumed it was either i i don't know i guess i kind of assume it was a very quick thing like boom you're in your next body or whatever you're in and you see the light and bam you're born yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that's what it was. But since you said that, I was like, okay, now one of my questions is kind of answered, I guess. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to and be then, Yes. And then the only other question I had, because I was like, I almost find it a bit hard to believe, and maybe he did this on purpose, was Dr. Lash not knowing what the name of the man was. Yeah. You know, like he's investigating it. And I'm like, you didn't think to like jot that down. Like, this is going to be important later. Did he I really not know, know or the- was he trying to keep his name out of the article? The man's name, it could have been, but in the quote I found, um, apparently he told Tretz Hardo that he forgot the name. Wow. <laughs> That's what it says in, like, <laughs> parentheses. He, he forgot the name. I said, well, oh, well. I can barely say things properly when I'm reading them off paper, so I'm going to give him a little bit of a... No, that's true, too, though. There. I did. I was reading that, and I'm like, I'm horrible with names, so I could easily forget in five seconds, so... I remember in recruitment, um, this girl, Stephanie, thought I was just staring at her boobs because I had to keep looking at her name tag because I could not for <laughs> life me remember her name. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people thought that because I am terrible at names. So also, do you guys have birthmarks? I do. I, I do not. ask you. I don't. You have none? Neither no. of you have none? Mm-mm. No. Wow. So I does have... that mean this is my first life? Or we die naturally. That's why I'm so much more mature than you. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I oh. I have like a tiny one, like right. It's teeny tiny. So I always joke because I've heard this story before. Well, I actually have heard this story before, but then I've heard like other reincarnation stuff about birthmarks. So I always joke that I was like killed with like a BB gun or something because like I have a <laughs> tiny little birthmark like on my ribs and mm-hmm. then on my arm. You can't really see it like unless I'm really pale, which is right now. So yeah, you can. Um, right by my uh Big Dipper tattoo, I have like a little weird shaped birthmark yeah maybe you were in battle and you got stabbed like defending your king <gasps> maybe that was just like the one that did me in that's what i like yes. to think my friend yeah. uh my friend brooke actually has a birthmark that covers up like maj- like 
it's like down like their whole 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 back. It's Whoa. wild. Yeah, Whoa. it's really really That's big. Interesting. Um, you can't shoot like when she's tan. You can see it more. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I I always like I'm like maybe you were like burned or something, just like. But yeah, or yeah. weird. Skinned alive very, by the Assyrians. It's very sorry. sorry. Very that weird was to think really about. dark. <laughs> Took a turn. It's I'm very, sorry. Yeah, it's a weird concept. Birthmarks. I mean, why else? I mean, they say it's like God's mm-hmm. thumbprint, but like, what if it's your past life's something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like thinking too, like while looking at these different stories, it's almost like to me, I was trying to think about it as like the chicken and the egg situation. Like, what came first? Did someone say? they had a past life or was the belief already there from the very beginning like Bum- what how uh, right you know I, what I mean? exactly. no i think the belief happened first you i mean think? i'm sure people knew yeah. they had past lives but well no that's a good point i don't know that's just i mean it's an answer we i don't think we'll ever be able a uh, question we will mm-hmm. never oh, be, I'll able, be to able to answer, answer. no but like when i was reading <laughs> it was kind of explaining like um like we'll start with buddha because he was a big one there he Mm-hmm. It didn't say he talked to someone that had a past life. It said he kind of just, he looked at humanity and he looked at like, um, you know, the seasons around him and how like things kind of ebb and flow. And that's how he put yeah. it together. Mm-hmm. Like this makes more sense than you die and then boop, go to heaven or hell. Like, yeah. like rebirth yeah. has to happen. But I'm sure people definitely have always thought about past lives. I mean, it's hard not to think about that. So, yeah, yeah it's just really interesting. I just really liked researching this topic. So besides that story, so that was one that was shared in a lot of articles. The rest I have were just shared by like Reddit users or BuzzFeed users um, Mm -hmm. on those different websites or in different articles that collected um, some of these posts. So um, the second one I have also kind of talks about birthmarks and they're pretty short. So I thought this one was interesting. Reddit user. Does that matter? No. No, they're just Okay, go on. I do too. It's okay. But yeah, no, it's different. Okay. I was just being hopeful. Maybe we answered some questions we didn't. All right. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Reddit user Chatura Sama um, posted, when I was a kid, I used to go around saying I was shot and killed by a poisoned arrow that grazed my arm. I don't oh. remember saying this, but according Hugh to my Morgan. parents, I said it every day. I know. I thought this was a good one to follow up with. Poison arrow. Um, could be. Uh, so I said it to my parents every day, often crying about it and lamenting on how I couldn't save my son or something like that. I'm oh. st- still skeptical about it, but I have a birthmark in the shape of a large line on my upper right arm. Kind of a cool coincidence. So I thought I'd bring that one up because you brought up birthmarks. And- you want to know something yeah. really weird? Yes. Speaking of, you, you just mentioned you. how he got it from a poison arrow. Wes was like cleaning out his dress, his nightstand today. What? He comes walking in and, and what he did goes, he find? <laughs> An arrowhead. Oh. He's like, do you in want his dresser? This? Yeah. He's like, do you want this? His dr- guys, I mean, it was like pew, filled to the brim. Filled to the brim with stuff. So <laughs> did yeah. you guys know you had it or no? He's like, Do you want up? this? And I was like, No, I don't want that. Thank you. Yeah, but- can you put it on a ring instead of the engagement one? I want an arrowhead yeah. ring. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the outline of it tattooed on my birthmark. So that's poison arrow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Make your jokes, that'd be pretty cool. Oh my god, no. It would be pretty cool. I am an astronomer in my past life. I have a freaking big... I have the big dipper yeah. tattoo to my it arm. I didn't even think about... Oh my god. Oh. We should have thought of it. I did not. My brain's not working. It's fine. Anyway, You I'm know so what, Aaron? You've got a good voice and stuff. I bet you were a Hollywood actress. Maybe you're like, oh, like a voice actress. Ooh. I'd be down. 
That'd yeah. be pretty cool. I mean, you're really pretty I, too, like, but I can, you got a good voice. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's I've got a great voice. Just job. no one wants to look at me. <laughs> stop! Stop! Oh That's not what I meant. Joking. You know it. I'm but joking. But like everyone that listens is always like, Aaron's got a really good voice for podcasts. And then like every Sarah, person, you're, you're funny. Yeah. I'm like, this all right. is my calling, guys. Ugh. Every yeah. Every what if we just helped like, you find Aaron's voice is really good. Aaron's voice is so good. Yeah. Oh well, that's see, like, Aaron, you got the anybody else? you've got the nice like good one. <laughs> And then I do all the like stupid ass like like stupid noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. And I always Aaron, go for a Aaron great mix. And and Sarah, you not your voice is great. Your voice is unique. I love <laughs> all of our voices are good. <laughs> you're not like pretty, but you're like different. Also, you can you can spell better than I can, so I need you around. <laughs> Damn right. Okay, I'm sorry, Aaron. Go back to your sorry. Reddit stories. Oh no, you're fine. No, you were good. Um, So a couple more short stories. Um, Some of these names are interesting, so I saw. I'm pretty sorry if I um, butcher them. Reddit user Bippity Babouche shared. I love it. Bippity Bippity Babouche Babouche. (laughs) This one is very detailed, so I really, really, really like this one. Um, Bippity Babo. Bippity I. Dang it, I'm trying. Bibbidi babooch. Go, Aaron. Says, growing up, I always had a recurring dream that I was a male soldier. I'm female. Engaged in a battle on the beach at nighttime. The only light was from the moon, and we were on the defensive. There was chaos all around. Some of my fellow soldiers had made it to the docks, and I was running towards them. I remember feeling my rifle in my hands and my helmet clanking around on my head. They were reaching down for those of us still on the beach. I almost made it, but I was shot down. The last thing I saw was the sand, illuminated by moonlight. Throughout Whoa. the dream, I felt fear, desperation, and terror. I remember looking up at the faces of the soldiers on the docks, and I felt this deep love for them, like brothers. Oddly, I felt okay with death when it happened. Like for the split second that I was falling, I had a sense of peace. In this life, I'm a U.S. Marine, and since joining, the dream resonates with me differently. I think that warrior spirit lived on in me, and that's why I've always felt a fascination with the military for as long as I can remember. Mm, How cool is that? Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Like, my leg hair is growing. That is insane. (laughs) Isn't that so cool? That's awesome, though. And he's in the Marines now, too? She is, yes. Sorry, she is. See, it's... It's just like it's exactly what you said. It's a flame. It's a bit. Her whole life isn't like her whole. I don't know. Hers could be more of like a Hindu argument, though, if she's still doing like military fighting spirit stuff. So, yeah, true. I mean, either way, though, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, pretty like sold me. I was like, that's pretty cool, and all like the way she felt it and remembers Mm -hmm. it, like. A lot of detail to it. Well, the feelings tied too. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is from another Reddit user called Butter Flights Tickles. Posted <laughs> like kind of like <laughs> testicles, but butterflies tickles. I'm sorry, ah, Aaron. We're laughing. You want to tell us? With you, not at you. <laughs> I don't Aaron, have to what say kind anything. Of chat I didn't admit did you that name. Get in, Aaron. A Reddit one. Is this you? Look up the past lives Reddit thread. It's all there. You Is that will why see you have testicles name. tattooed on your arm? <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's a birthmark. It's a testicle. 
testicle birthmark. <laughs> Y'all, my grandparents listen to this. Oh, I mean, sorry, Grandma had, and Grandpa. Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, She doesn't grandpa. even have a tattoo. No. What if she was going to get one? <laughs> now that's what I'm going to remember when I'm drunk and I'm like, I just really want a tattoo. What am I going to get? In New Orleans, I'm like, I want a block of cheese and she wants testicle butterflies. <laughs> Make it happen. Just, just do flap, it. Flap, 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 Erin, <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, go. And I'm so sorry to this no. person. Your name is clever. So it's very clever. Yep. It is pretty Butterfly funny. Butterfly tickles. I would like <laughs> to meet you. I feel like we'd get along well. Well, maybe. Let's hear your life first. Go on. So this person posted on Reddit. When I was a child, preschool aged, I used the wrong words for stop and come back. So didn't use the English words for those. When asked about this, I told my parents a story about it being late at night. I stood in a long line of people on a road that curved with the side of a hill. I was worried about my papers. I heard a gunshot and the people in uniforms checking papers came walking down the line yelling for me. I was a late 20s male and had a female partner. I took her hand so we could run for it down the hill. I remember thinking I just need to make it to the river because of the dogs, and we need to go now to have some distance before the men in uniforms get too close. We ran. The men in uniforms started yelling the words I used as a child for stop and come back. My partner tripped. I stopped for her, but the men were too close. Yeah, we both turned face down. I remember thinking what a pitiful attempt to hide in the grass. They saw us and were right behind us, but we didn't have another option. I crawled on top of her to protect her as best I could with my back to the men in uniforms. I remember hoping they would only beat me, but knew that wasn't going to happen. There were two men chasing us, one closer than the other. They were only 20 steps behind or so because as soon as she fell and I stopped to protect her, I heard their footsteps slow down. I closed my eyes, listened to the footsteps stop, heard a gunshot, everything went white, and I woke up as a child again with the thought, it will be better this time. My parents asked around about the words I used. Um, It turns out they were Czech. I still have a recurring dream. Yeah. So he wasn't speaking English. I'm assuming he's English. Um, It turns out they were Czech. I still have a recurring dream about the line, running, being chased, her falling, me trying to protect her, and being shot in the back at close range at least once a year. I always wake up feeling the sting of being shot between the spine and the right shoulder blade. Oh, my God. Okay. I wish I had known the story before I made fun of the the name. I felt really bad. Oh, that's crazy. It was still a funny name, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Having to have that kind of a recurring dream Mm -hmm. and really, like, feel that. Ooh. And And, like, the fact, like, you know what's coming. Right. It's so bad. It's the same every year. Like, oh. Like, I'm curious. At least they're always different. Like, oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I would not want to sleep. No, I'm curious uh, if they have it like, like, almost like, like a, like an annual thing. Maybe it's like the death anniversary of the other person. Oh, that'd be interesting. I didn't think that. It said that they have it at least once a year. So I don't know how many times that dream does occur, but yeah. I'm going to look up like yeah. um, Czech conflicts and see. Because now I'm curious. I don't know anything about that history. No, I don't either. I just thought that was interesting when I was, I was reading it. And then I do have about five more pretty short ones. So stop me if you have comments. They're all very interesting. The last one, the best one I saved for last, which is very, very interesting. Um, but this Pour one is from... your stories on me. <laughs> 
This is from a Reddit user whose name was deleted. I guess they don't have Reddit anymore. Their name didn't pop up. Um, when They said, when I was a young child, I was obsessed with drowning, drowning victims, and dead bodies in water. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you may need to talk to a counselor. That's why you don't have Reddit. <laughs> My mom said I would tell her things like, the water was so cold. I kept having a recurring dream of being in the front seat of a car in the early 80s, and I was very young, maybe two or three. My mom, uh, so the mom in the dream, not this person's real life mom, okay. drove us off a bridge and we sank into the water. I was still strapped in a car seat and I watched the bubbles come out of my mouth. For some reason, I wasn't scared. Maybe I was too young. I really think I died this way in a past life. I still feel a strong pull towards drowning victims in water, and I can remember the dream so clearly down to what my dream mom was wearing. Whoa. Oh. No. That mm -hmm. feels wrong. I know. I almost think, because like some of them I've read, I feel like if you died a certain way, I feel like a lot of people were had like an aversion to... Mm -hmm. That would make that. more sense to me than have a pull to it. Yeah. Unless because so they I were young enough, was... they weren't scared. I mean. True. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Because, yeah, she did say she was like two or three years old. So, it... yeah. Really? I just thought that one was interesting because it was a little bit different. And right. then a similar, kind of similar to water, a different Reddit user named I, liked bu I, I Like Bubbles in My Wine, excuse me, posted, I used to have a recurring dream of being a little kid outside ice skating with friends and falling under the ice. I was carried away by the current, and I would look up and see all my friends running after me as I drifted under the ice. We were all banging on the ice trying to break it. I would wake up gasping for air. I have a phobia of not being able to breathe and absolutely hate being cold. Blah. That so that person had a Yes. That person had a phobia. Oh, no, my thank you. God. Like, that's terrifying. Ugh. I have, that is terrifying. I'm seriously That's like a horrible shaking. dream. Yeah. I don't want to break that down. These are all kind of creepy. That's fine. Uh, it's, I'm not going to bed anytime soon. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It's all good. Forever. <laughs> it's so sunny outside too. I have plenty so of vodka. We'll make it through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, another Reddit user whose name I will butcher, Veleril, Veleril. We're going to go with that. Um, posted on Reddit. You, It's spelled V-E-L-L-E-I-R-I-L. -L -E how do I say that? I think, I think you, exactly uh, you've how got you it. said it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not even an attempt. Velayril? Velayril? Okay. I'm a visual person. I, I don't know if I'm listening. Yeah. So go on. It's, yeah. it's fine enough. Thank you, Velayril. <laughs> so this person posted, one thing for certain is all my life, I've hated getting water in my eyes or nose or mouth. And as I got older around... 15 to 17, getting water in my eyes or nose would make me have panic attacks. I've never oh. had near drowning experiences in my life. I didn't understand until I went to Europe on a school trip in 2015. We took a boat ride on the river in France. I went to the open top of the boat and looked over, and I felt calm, but one spot in particular, I felt the sense of being shoved and falling forward like it was happening. I started freaking out and took a step back and went to sit down. It felt like when I had that sense and saw that, felt it, I was in a different time, like the early industrial era. I didn't understand it fully until I did a past life regression meditation and saw what took place. So then this person writes about their past life um, regression meditation, um, a Cliff mm -hmm. Notes version, 
that um, I was a woman in late 1800s, approximately in Paris. I was stuck in an arranged marriage, or I was to be wedded, with someone I felt nothing for and felt unhappy with, but I was in love with someone else. Uber. After an agreement... Mm-hmm. 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 However, it doesn't end well. After an agreement with my lover, we went onto the river and he pushed me in and I sank and drowned. I saw no way out in that life. Unfortunately, I don't know what became of him. What? He loved you? And this was his solution. So that she wouldn't be wedded to someone else. I can think of a couple different solutions. Stay on the boat. Keep going. Run away. sail. Go to America. Land of dreams. (laughs) Thank I you. don't know. I don't know if I'd want to live in the 1800s, though, so. All right. Like, back in that time, I don't know what was going on. So, yeah, that one was also sad. All of these are sad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just pour another drink. <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> this I this one is really... Psychopath. This one's really short, but it really like creeped me out because I could just imagine this happening if one of us ever, you know, get has a kid, so... Mm. chills here we go gee Aaron, um, thanks you're welcome maybe you'll have <laughs> nightmares tonight <laughs> so buzzfeed user very angry goose posted it first happened when my daughter was almost four years old she was playing on the floor and i was on the couch she said mama i need to tell you something i said okay or something like that in response she says before i was me and before you were my mama i burned I asked her what she meant. She said, my old mama tried to get me out, but the door was stuck. My skin looked weird. And then she just ended it with, talk about chills running down your spine. Still gives me goosebumps. Yes, that 100% gave me goosebumps. Mm. Like the <laughs> shit kids say anyway is weird. And just uh, for he, your yeah. kid to turn around and be like, I burned. I'd flip out. I would be like, don't tell anyone else that because yeah. I don't want DFS here. Like, keep that story to yourself. It's scary, mm-hmm. but um, let's just pretend like that. I, I, no, cool. sh- 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 hand over mouth. Go on, go play. <laughs> you go <laughs> tell We're your done. father that. Yeah. I'm going to pour Ugh. another glass of wine. Oh Ugh. my God. And, and then the- this. Story I had to say for last, so I didn't find this one on the Reddit thread I looked up. Um, It was on an article that someone else shared. Um, This user's name is Drabby Normal Blues, and they believe that they used to be a serial killer um, in his past life. So this is what this person wrote or posted. Should we be concerned? It's just really interesting, though. So it says (laughs) that was just really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Skirt, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll talk about it at the end. Uh, This person says, since as long as I can remember, I've had vivid dreams about being a serial killer from the 1940s or 1950s. I lived in an old farmhouse in the middle of the woods, secluded from everyone. I buried my victims, all women with medium length, jet black hair, and very pretty, on my property. There are at least 50, if not more. (gasps) I'm I'm making notes. We're going to find this (laughs) So you can look it up? Yeah. I've been dreaming about this guy since I can remember, and the details never change. I don't have a name or location, but it, but it bothers me enough that I tried searching, and I don't think I was ever caught. Sometimes I have moments where I genuinely miss my old life. In this life, I wouldn't hurt a fly and have dedicated myself to helping people. 
Sometimes certain situations trigger feelings that are not really me, and I'm not sure where they come from. It's always the same type of girl and always the same thoughts of how to disable her in order to get her back to my place. I've come to terms with it and pass it off as an intrusive thought, but I've never wanted to act on it in this life. What if this person killed the Black Dahlia? Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Wait, how'd you get to there? Um, that era, black hair, pretty, never solved. Oh, I see what you're saying. My brain hurts. I I know. Isn't that so much? Is this person a man now? Did they say like it? He said he's quote unquote helping people. I don't trust that. Ah! But Lon, you also mentioned after. I like how you went first with all your stuff because Uh, again, if you were to believe. Well, yes, but if you were to believe that, you know, reincarnation and past lives are real, then if he is helping himself more and trying to be better in this next life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do Does past life discriminate? Like, do serial killers and murderers not get to move on? I don't right. know. I feel like, I feel no, like. No, but they should that's... be in a worse place in this life. Yeah. That's not my, that's not my opinion. That's what they were saying. Like, if you do bad acts like that, then you're going to. Mm-hmm. Get worse luck. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they nice were. Thought. Maybe they've already been reborn again. Maybe that was like two lives ago, and they're oh, already maybe. like doing. They're doing better. That's just a I thought. I don't know. Yeah, I want to I mean, have a word with all, this person. Yeah. So all of those, like I said, I found on like this Reddit thread or on articles that other people shared. Um, that Reddit users or BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. excuse me, users shared. Um, so take that with a grain of salt because I can definitely see people just coming up with their own stories i mean it's hard to tell i know whenever i was researching there are apparently a ton of like books out there that actual people have put together and interviewed people and yeah put all of this information together in actual books that i wasn't able to grab so that would probably be a good place you know a a good thing to look at if you wanted to research it more let's do a book club a past lives book club Mm. that'd be pretty cool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm kind of bummed i don't ever get anything like that like I don't, I don't know my past lives. I want to do past life regression really bad. Me too. I have like maybe, Lewis. Maybe, I'm, I'm down whenever, wherever. But also, we don't know what we said when we were babies. Maybe our parents weren't as like acute to hearing, and like maybe they were like, "Oh, he's silly." Like, haha, pat your head, go on, you're just being silly. But like maybe when we were younger, we did. That's true. Think how many know. nightmares I have. Yeah, girl. True. And I, my mom you have said, to have "I a past life." Yeah, she's like, "You've always had those. Like your whole life, you've always had those." Oh, interesting. Maybe you were like, what if you were like um like a like a psychologist in a past life who like analyzed people's dreams? Like what if that's truly like what you did? So like that's why you have them so much. It's just because it was like such your passion. That would be so cool. Except for that's why this is part nightmares. it's part of your flame. A little that Whoa. flame broke off and lit you. And that's how you're It's mm-hmm. not such a cool thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, right. such I can't stop saying that analogy. It's so good. I'd be cool. interested to see if I did have one, but I just don't know because again, I don't have any like birthmarks at all. But that just my means parents Go ahead. Sorry, Maybe my parents natural also causes. like That's true. That's, that's true. what I'm saying. My yeah. parents remember everything I say or do. Like they hold shit over on me for forever so there's no way they wouldn't be like you were a weird kid and you said some weird things i've never heard that but But, maybe i just don't remember well something i was saying too in my piece is um not everyone just inherently knows it like you may have to do some meditation you may have to like really tune into that stream of consciousness so to speak so 
Mm-hmm. You may not have been a kid who, like I said, just inherently knew it. It may take someone like being like, all right, close your eyes. Let's get into the state of thinking. Yeah. Just or like you me. haven't like, had like that triggered like memory yet. Maybe like when you're like 40, you're like, whoa. And like something like deja vu right. kind of tries into this a little bit. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's See, I've never had deja vu either. I have deja vu a lot. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. Never. Could that just be my first life? <laughs> it could maybe. be, Aaron. She's just a baby. Maybe Aaron. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. You seem wise, though. I don't think this is your first one. Yeah. You're not like the least like shallow person I know. So I would think. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, not that I know anything about past lives, but I would think you'd come out being like, oh my God, I am the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just an assumption. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I say we all three go. We'll find yeah, a place. There's one in St. Louis. As soon as this quarantine's yeah, there is one, over. Yeah. We're heading out. Treat yes. ourselves. Let's do it. I'm a down. Yes. Some people get drinks. Mark get it in our calendars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Some if people are going to just... go go have good brunch. We're just going to go get past lives read. Ooh, we could do both. Okay. I past lives and then brunch too. after. Yeah. Oh, you my know gosh. I'm... Like our palm reading. No. That's exactly what I was thinking, Sarah. <laughs> so I'm we going can back keep to that lady. For Ever and ever. I hope you do in New Orleans with your yeah. man. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing Clavin or Andrew, excuse me. We, we call them both. It's not two different people. We, we call them both names. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. Well, those are all the stories I had. So some were cool. Some were downers. Um, Morgan, I'm interested to hear what you have to say and what your stories are. Yeah, are they happy? Well, <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, from what I found, like, no, like, I, okay, here's the thing. I knew about Aaron's first story. Um, right. Because I just have, like, read about it in the past, and, like, mm-hmm. you did a great job with, like, I honestly learned more details about it, so. Um, oh, thank you. But, I don't know, from what, I, I just did, like, quick little research, because there's, like, one story between, like, aside from the one that Aaron said that I know more about. So, I kind of just, just like you did, Aaron, I didn't go on Reddit, but I did go to a couple sites and just found a couple of quick little snippet stories. So, we'll just dive right in. There was a YouTube video that I watched and it's seven mysterious reincarnation stories. Um, I'll put the link in the description. I am obviously not going to tell you all seven, um, but I just did like the two that I thought were the, my favorite. So James Langinger, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know how words are hard. He believed that he was a fighter pilot. Um, from a past life. And oh, I think was, I know this one. Yeah, when he was – I don't – again, I didn't go into, like, super detail on all these because I'd rather tell you a couple couple more stories that are, you know, wide variety. Yes. Um, so um, from a very young age, he could name, like, detailed parts of the planes. So he would know, like, not just, like, engine, but, like, words that I don't know either. But, like <laughs> – and he could, like, point them out. Like, if you had, like, a plane <laughs> manual, his, yeah. like, he would point to, like, what they were and his parents were, like, floored by it. Um, he even, like, could tell them how planes work. So, like, not only, like, naming the parts, but, like, how this connected to this and, like, how this makes this work. So, it was I wild. wonder if they were just, like, they thought he was just lying or something. Like, what are you talking about? And then they, like, yeah. picked up, like, a dictionary <laughs> or, look, like, Googled it. I don't know what time this happened at. And they were just like, well, oh, holy moly. Yeah. I wonder which parent he's did it first. About. You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? I wonder which parent was like, oh, just a kid. And then the other one's like, <laughs> wait a minute. There's yeah. more to it than that. Yeah. And then he even, like, they – so basically they, like, kind of – they tried to just, like, let it lie because, like, I feel like most parents would just be like, oh, you're just being a kid. Like, again, pat your right. head, let you move on. Um, but they yes. – he even could recall the name of his plane, um, which Ooh. was the Colsair, Colsane. And then it, there was – he could even name the boat – 
that it launched off of, which is the Natoma. So it was like a his plane was like on a boat and took off mm-hmm. from that boat, and he named both of them. They also he also could tell what his past life name was, and coincidentally, it was the same first name, just different last name. His last name from past life was James uh, Hudson. Uh, okay, so they were they like and they did research on it and his family and he confirmed that all three of those are factual things that a fighter pilot named james did die and he flew the plane and it took off of that boat so um he talked a lot about like japanese or um excuse me chinese like military stuff and their flags were like the sun and it scared him and yeah so it was it was really weird reading it just the fact that i had like yeah, the fact that they were able to 100% confirm it is just mind-blowing. Um, and then another yeah, one proof. that was me- – Yeah, right? Like, it's yeah. not just it's not just talk. Um, and then this, <laughs> this one's a little hard. It's not scary or sad. It's just, like, wild. Morgan. So, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it's on the same video, you know, one of the seven that's listed. So, Barbo Carlin, uh, born nine years after Anne Frank passed away – believed that she was her reincarnated without even really knowing who she was. So she started to describe her like as a young, like in her young life would like describe Anne, like say like that she used to live in a different place. Like her home wasn't her home um, and that her parents were not her parents. Um, She would then have frequent nightmares of men breaking into her home that she lived in now through their attic. So, hmm. Remind anybody of anything? Um, Eventually, uh, they went on like a tour and in Amsterdam and they were able to, and I'm so sorry. And Barbo was able to point out Anne's house without any guidance from her family um, wow. in any direction. So they went into the house cause they do tours. Um, right. She knew the exact layout of the house and walked right to where the hidden uh, room was without again, any direction from her family. So oh. thoroughly convinced that she was Anne Frank reincarnated. It's a rough one. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, and, and like they said, and I liked this one because it did point out how long after, like it said, she was born nine years after Anne Frank passed away. So, mm-hmm. took that whole yeah. nine years. And maybe, who knows, maybe that that soul, you know, was before Anne, and maybe it, there was like another soul in between those nine years. Well, right. honestly, obviously never know, but just interesting to think about. How come none of these are happy? Like... Oh my god, I can't believe or, I have to yeah. be here. I used to be a queen of England or something. I'm sorry. That's not a queen. At <laughs> least the ones that have been shared, and maybe it's just because the ones that have been shared are the ones people remember the most of how they right. died in some, such a horrible way. So maybe that's why, like, if you do, you know, pass away in your sleep or by natural causes, it's right. not something that, like, sticks with you as much as, you know, something horrible that happened to you would. Have well, same thing with a nightmare, of, I guess. The more, like, scary it is, the more, like, it's going to ingrain itself in your Yeah, memory. you'll have it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. Those scarring yeah. scenarios. All right. I'm doing um, past life regression. Then, it's going to be positive. Yes. But very and cool stories. Very cool stories. They were really cool. And isn't it, um, Morgan, you, you might know more about this, but isn't it true that if, and Sarah, if you look in your research, um, too, if you do have like a young child who is saying those things, aren't you not supposed to like lead them on? You're just supposed to have them kind of describe. Correct. The situation, like you're not supposed to give them like, oh, and you did this, right? And you did, you know, you're not supposed to yeah. lead them into a certain direction. Yeah, because kids, they are really creative. So you don't want to like implant those little hints. Like you want it to yeah. be very natural. Yep. 
Very cool. Um, It's really, really interesting. um, This one is from an article from theoccultmuseum.com. It's five true cases of reincarnations that will give you chills. Um, So again, I'll link that that one as well. Um, Okay. All of them are very good, but this one was the one that really stuck with me. Um, I could, I had, I can read more of them, but honestly, like, I think everyone's getting the picture and Erin did a really good job of her Reddit story. So I'm just going to keep it short. There were so many good ones. It was hard to choose, but like eight I chose. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. No, and there's, and none of us, and all of the ones I was going to read are not the same. So it's great. We're all different. Yeah. Um, So this one from this site from the Occult Museum um, is the Pollock Twins. Never heard of them. Right. I'm literally going to read it verbatim. I'm quoting it. I'm I'm reading quote verbatim from the site because I just did a really good job of of writing it. So possibly the most heartwarming, but at the same time, chilling story on this list surrounds Jacqueline and Joanna Pollock. At ages of four and six, both children were struck and killed by a car on their way to church one morning in 1957. About a year after this tragedy, their mother, Florence Pollock, became pregnant again. Despite what doctors said, John, the girl's father, was mm-hmm. certain that his wife was having twins and that they would be the reincarnated daughters that he had lost. Sure enough, nine months later, his prediction came true and twins Jillian and Jennifer were born. Aww. The family moved from Hexingham, England, where the twins were, when the twins were three months old and didn't return for another four years. When the family did return, the twins began to name... Uh, landmarks of their former town, even the school that they had insisted they had attended. The twins were showed their deceased sister's old toys. They accurately named all of the teddy bears and dolls. Uh, They once saw a parked car and became hysterical, claiming that the car was coming at them. When they reached the age of five, all of the behavior ceased, as did the lives of their sisters in their past life. The Pollock family insists wow. that they never told the twins anything about their dead sisters until they were older, claiming that the only explanation for this, for these coincidences, was reincarnation. So, wild. Well, that's another thing, I, though. <laughs> so, like, a lot of things I read were saying, um, like, most kids, they'll forget about it by, like, the age of five, too. Like, I know yes. that those kids mm-hmm. died, but also, I don't know what happens in our brains. It's probably, like, a functioning thing, but... Yeah, I mean it's the same Wild. thing as like when you when they say like young kids can see ghosts, it's the same, yeah. it's the same thing. So they're more like in tune to it or mm-hmm. whatever they say. Yep. Did you say though, Morgan? Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it the dad who said he had a feeling? Yep, that it. Yep, the dad. The dad had like predicted that it was going to be his daughter's reincarnated. Oh, that's really interesting. And yep. what are the and odds the doctors of twins back to back? Well, oh, but here's the thing: the other two were not twins. So the, uh, the two girls okay. when they died. I know I had to reread it. I had to reread it twice. The at at the ages of four and six. So those two uh, girls, okay. Jacqueline and Joanna, they passed away in a car accident. She got pregnant again with two girls. Twins. The dad was uh, okay. positive. Uh, okay. And the doctors didn't tell her. Like they were like, no, you're not having twins. You're not having twins. And bam, uh, she was. So and that was weird. 19. 19- 58 when she like had them so still very young they probably didn't have as much technology as they do today right yes um and then yeah and then one shout out i did want to give um before i go into like my it's quick but my last little story yeah uh, is the podcast two girls one ghost i freaking love them they're so great she raves about Um, you all the time 
<laughs> I literally, I just, they're so good. They're so fun. I feel like I'm in the room with them. They're so cute. So um, I did want to say like, I listened, I had to like, I zoomed through, I'm all caught up with all their episodes, but I zoomed through the last two. Um, they have encounters episodes. Um, so where people write in and tell their stories. So 80, episode 82, um, or encounters 82, excuse me, does ha- um, have a past life story. So check that out, plugging that in. Um, okay. But from encounters episode 81, this really isn't like, it's a little bit of reincarnation, but it's just like, it's just, I wanted to touch on it because it's just, it really, really shook me. Someone's personal story from that encounters episode 81. So their grandpa had passed away right around their birth. Um, their kid would say things that the grandpa did. So she thought it was really weird. And then one day the kid walked up to his grandma. So the mom who's telling this story's mother, she, okay. the kid walked right up to his grandma and said, you're my daughter. And like just said it with like such passion and like caring and like did like 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 stroked her face and like grandma freaked out. And then there was one funny thing that um, she said that her grandpa would always say whenever there wasn't like an awkward silence or just like it's just like a catchphrase. He said he like they'll just be like seeing outside. He's like, do you think it'll rain? And it was just to like get conversation started. So like one day Uh like she like the kid started saying it. He goes like the mom was like the the first like awkward silence. The kid knew what it was. He goes, do you think it's going to rain? So she says, I don't know if it's truly him because like she like named his middle name is named after her grandpa. So she's like, I don't know if he's coming and visiting him or if it's truly like him being reincarnated, but just like a really, it's just like, oh, like those, those examples just gave me chills. So yeah, I really like that one. That's a cute one. Yeah. It's cute. That is really cute. So we ended on um, an upper, not a downer. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Oh, I got one. I'm sorry. It's not a downer. It's not a downer. It's just, it's wild. It's not a downer. So um, honestly, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if this wasn't in that book you referenced, Erin, or the, with the, what did you, like, it was kids, what did you say? Kids reincarnated? Yeah. Their past uh, lives. Hold on. I am opening it up. I put it away. Give me one second and I will say it again. I just don't want to misquote. No, and I'm I doing it on. Look it up. <laughs> no, you're good. I have it right here. So this story is called, or this book, excuse me, is called "Children Who Have Lived Before: Reincarnation Today" by Trutz Hardo. Maybe yeah. that one. I would be surprised if the story isn't in it. I know I could probably look that up, um, but this is one that has been going around for a while, and it's part of a YouTube video too, so I can link that as well. Um, but it's like a 47 minute documentary about children being reincarnated. So. Oh, um, I didn't say this that. One, yeah, this one is about a child named Cameron. Uh, they call the whole, like, his topic is, like, call they call him the Barra Boy. Um, so he was born in his life currently as Cameron. He was born in Glasgow, Scotland. Um, but he claimed from, like, the moment he could speak that he was not from there, that that's not his real home, He that he was uh, uh, born on Barra, which is an island near Scotland, like, off the coast mm-hmm. of Scotland. Um, he would name very specific facts growing up. He would like, he got so frustrated with his family saying things like, I don't belong here. I need to go back to Barra. I need to see my Barra home, like blah, blah, blah. He would talk, he would even talk saying like, oh, well, you're like, my Barra mom would let me do it and like stuff like that to his mom. So, um, what a he did say, I know, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just wild. So he stated strong facts that he did have a, that on, on the Barra Island, he had a black and white dog and then he even started started to draw pictures of the white house that he claims he lived in on the island of Barra. Okay. Um, finally, when he was, I believe, like five or six, the family finally 
gave in and took him to Barra. And they were having – the documentary does such a good job of going into details and, like, building suspense. But uh, they find the house, actually. Um, they've, like, searched the island for many, many hours, and they finally find it. The okay. kid knew the entire layout of the house, even knowing a secret entrance into the house. That, Whoa. Like, like, yeah, the, like, the family who, like, had been in – like, who had owned that property for many, many years, they mm-hmm. even said, like, no one knows about that. Um, they found old family photos and they found a picture of the black and white dog that <gasps> uh, he had claimed he had. Um, yeah. So oh uh, the secret entrance and then finding the picture of the black dog was pretty much it. They Again, the, the documentary goes into so much more detail. They find like they think mm-hmm. that he's that he's related to the family who still lives in the area. And it's just, it's really incredible. So wow. still lighthearted for you. Yeah. Yeah. That one was <laughs> That's really so cool. cool. See, it's those kinds of stories too. Cause it's like, whatever you think about past lives, if you believe it, or if you don't like how, like how can kids know these certain yeah. things that you just can't explain? It's so weird. I love it. I do. They get, cool. they are, the fact that they're so passionate about it, like little kids, I feel like they're, you know, they get upset about certain things, but most of the time they're like, oh, beep bop, I'm just going along with the flow of life. And then in this case, yes. it's like, no, I'm mad. I'm from Barra. Like, this is it. And it's just, it was yeah, wild. So I will link those. T- yeah, I will link those two videos. They're very interesting. The The first mm-hmm. one I referenced, the seven mysterious reincarnations, one's like super short, um, quick little clips. So okay. very quick. Um, I mean, but yeah. Yeah, pretty cool for the parents, too, to go along with it. Like, okay, if this is what you're saying, like, let's go and figure this out. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, same with yours. I mean, when they said, like, they, like, let the kid go and explore the town. Yeah, my I first mean, story, mm-hmm. yeah. In How Golden can, like, Heights. I feel like if I was that parent, I would have to go. I'd have to let it be validated that, like, my yes. kid's not crazy and that I'm not going crazy for believing it. Like, right. I'd have to mm-hmm. go. Especially because, I mean, since I personally haven't had a feeling that I've had a past life, but I could imagine, I mean, even as a kid, if that kid's so adamant about it and they have Mm -hmm. this feeling that they are 100% right, that they used to be, you know, whoever they were in their past life, like, I feel like I would have to kind of go along with it and see where it leads, potentially. Yeah, I'd go on the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, what's the harm? I mean, you go and it either proves it or it doesn't. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Let them do their thing. We can get an ice cream cone and go back home. Boop. There you go. Went all the way to Barra for an ice cream cone, ladies and gentlemen. They have the best ice cream in the region. (laughs) And now I'm hungry for ice cream. (laughs) Right? This is why I always eat sugar. I love ice cream. It is my, what is it? My second snack time? My third snack time coming up? I'm ready. (laughs) What are we on? I had a late breakfast, so I got to catch up with my other seven meals here. (laughs) Yes, same. (laughs) Ugh. Well, Ladies, and on that note, time. while we yes. while we go sneak a snack on out of here, be Nick sure to <laughs> be sure to follow us on Instagram, Sinister Sunrise Podcast. And if you have any stories, reincarnation, any past topics, any future topics you'd like us to talk about, dreams, true crime, ghosts, hit us up. It is Sinister Sunrise Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to you know rate, review, follow us, and make sure if you do that that you email us your address and take a little snip snap of the review that you did or just copy and paste it so that we can send you our stickers so that you can be yeah. a sinister scout. We want to be yes. your den mothers. <laughs> yes, we appreciate all of you guys and what you're doing and sharing your love. And we want to share that back with you by giving you these awesome stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love you. you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.